everyone. We got a great show lined up for you today. We're first going to talk about beating the system, how we cheated the system, beat the system, and got to where we are. Then we're going to talk about our kids getting sick and staying home and all the options they have these days. And then we're going to talk about Al killing a guy. All of that and more on Minivan Men, starting now. So what did he do when he was home? So he was... You know, it was one of those borderline staying homes, which it's interesting being on the other side of this. Because when I was a kid, I feel there was definitely times that I think I manipulated my parents to stay home. You had a little Maz Gibrani's Ferris Bueller's day off. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're just like, you're a little bit not feeling well, and you're like, you know, I just don't even feel like it. So, you know, you do the, uh, you know, and you stay home. And I don't specifically remember it, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I did that. I know in college... I used to. I call in. I had a. I had a job while a you know work study job while I was uh, in college, and I know for a fact that I did a lot of the. I'm sick when it was really major hangover. Oh, I I was the worst when it came to that. I think I had grandparents die. I crossed lines, man. Oh, I, your I, grandparents I, were dying. Oh, left and right, all over the place. Funeral week at my place. I was. I was really. You know what? I, and I'll come clean on this. Just so it's so going to become a, a whole other segment, I'm sure, because we were going to talk about. But I got to come clean on on the fact that I really, my entire life, have manipulated the system. Like uh, I would, I would never, not necessarily call him, but I mean, I was copying tests and I mean, I was doing everything that I could. I look back at. My college career, my high school career, and I have some regrets. I knew I could have applied myself. In college, I get a 3.1 and then a 1.2, and then I eventually left Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo, where I never should have gone in the first place, but I went to University of San Francisco, and I graduated. Technically, I didn't graduate, but I left through a cap and a gown, and I had like a three point eight going, but that was because. But you were you were cheating as you went. The USF, I was not cheating at, but I did lie. Uh, let me tell you a couple of stories, Maz, and you can tell just real quick. Um, in high school, my parent, neither of my parents went to college, so I really didn't have anybody pushing me that hard. I had help. When I asked for it, I guess, and I rarely asked for it, I also had artistic help. My dad's an amazing artist, so everything looked great. I ran for student councils. I was student body treasurer. I went to Boys State, if anybody knows what that is in California. It's like this sort of prestigious thing. You go up to Sacramento, and um, it's all of the best and smartest kids from their school. I was, I was floating like a 2.2, 2.3 grade point average in high school. I was the worst. Like, I didn't apply myself at all. Just really didn't try. Would go in and do homework the day of, you know, just did everything to skate by. But yet I was the salutatorian of my high school class. I wrote for the paper. It was like the movie Rushmore. You had, you had charisma. You, had, you were, you were likable. I think at one point, the physics teacher in senior year, I looked at a, a list of grades and mine was five spaces lower than the lowest one. 
and everyone was getting, you know, the lowest kid got a 53, and then there was me, like a 35%. Just didn't even show up, try. And yet they and wanted you to give the speech at the graduation. Well, the guy said, <laughs> the guy said, I said, Dr. Parker, think I'm in danger of failing your class, huh? This is last day of school. And uh, he goes, Mr. Madrigal, for students like you, we don't believe in Fs. I believe in Bs. Nice. And, so, and would stuff like that would happen all the time. I mean, uh, but I would just, I would organize. It really was the movie Rushmore. I would organize all of the spirit stuff. Like I, I wrote all the skits that everyone would perform and killed. I was producing this stuff. I was starring in the stuff. I was in the play. I was, um, you know, like I said, I ran for office, killed with a speech. Like, But see, you I had remember. a different, see, there's different types of intelligence, and you had that kind of intelligence that got you through all this. Yeah. Now, and let me pose he, a question to you, though. Here's the question, is now right. being on the father side, do you worry, and this is what got me worried about, the, this got me thinking about Dara, and is he pulling a scam Lying. kind of thing? yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. worry that, that Lorenzo's going to be... Pulling scams and trying to beat the system. Now, the great thing about Lorenzo and my son right now is he's he's only got a B plus once. And so he's rocking 4.0s just on a regular basis. And my wife is a teacher. And so I'm sort of determined to give him the necessary help and guidance to not let that happen again. Um, so anyway, and it would also, I would recommend, I'm willing to let him game the system. For example, when your child has a textbook, parents out there, you should go on Amazon and find the teacher's guide to his textbook and then give him the tests that if the teacher is going to teach out of the book, I'm not saying give him the answers to the test without having him study, but allow him to study for the material that's going to be in the test. So you're kind of, you're you're getting the test before the test. Why your, wouldn't you do that for your kid? Well, isn't because part I, of the? I guess you know what. Yeah, that's a smart. I'm first of all, I'm on board with you. I, I, all right, I he's learn. He's still learning the stuff. That's a he's, smart. I'm move. not denying. No, you're being resourceful and you're being smart, and you're saying that's he's another a, thing. I, I'm resourceful as shit. Like, I, I, I got that going for me. No, because, but, because otherwise, you're right. Like, okay, so let's say, let's say it's the French Revolution. And if you can get him the 30 questions that are going to be asked and have him learn about those. As learn opposed, those topics. Yeah, as opposed to let's learn from day one to, to the, you know. Sure. I, yeah. It's, it's, look, and I was robbed of, you know, certain uh, backgrounds. I, I certainly... And very, I've a lot of common sense, street smart, up the ass. Like really just, I really know what I'm doing um, in terms of, you know, building a business. Everyone's um, got a certain expertise. And I feel like I do have expertise. I don't feel stupid by any means. But in terms of like a, a background that I should have, I did sort of, cheat uh, if i had to do it over again and go back i would have done it the right way there's no doubt about it yeah and 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 the thing is is see that's what i'm saying is like now fearing a little bit with your kid like am i being manipulated or is this the real deal and 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 kind of like what you were just saying is funny because you know later in life when i had i had jobs it was funny like i had jobs where i was like an assistant in an advertising agency so it was a job that i really wasn't that into and this was before the phones are as crazy as they are now. I remember I used to call in sick. I remember specifically one time I, uh, I had a friend living in New York, 
So me and a couple of buddies scheduled a weekend in New York, leaving on thir- like a red eye on, let's say, I don't know, fr- Wednesday or Thursday. So I was going to miss a couple of days of work. And I remember specifically being in New York, telling my guys, guys, be quiet. I got to call in real quick. And I wasn't going in that day. Like I was calling in last minute. Now, a responsible person might have like felt bad. But I felt I always felt like the like corporate the corporations getting away with with crap like like they they they're giving you a lot less than they should be so I felt I, I felt justified taking some you know some some uh, 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 post its and pens and notepads and not showing up sometimes sure. so I remember being in New York and going gosh be quiet and then I was like uh, hey call my boss left them oh, hey man uh, listen uh, I don't feel so good but. Um, Listen, I'm here for you. Whatever you need, give me a call. If I'm up, I'll answer. But if I'm not, just leave a message and I'll get back to you. So that's all it took. So then the rest of the day, if anything came up at all, you know, I'm checking my voice message anyway, whatever, my, my answering machine at that time. And usually nothing would come up. But if it came up, I could call him up like you know, an hour later. Oh, I'm sorry I was sleeping, bro. I missed it. Da-da-da. So cheating the system. Yeah, and I always felt, I think my mentality with school was I don't, really believe that any of this stuff is going to be applicable. I, I really don't think that, you know, in my finite math class, this is not what I want to do. This is not, you know, I feel like I always felt like I was somewhat of a creative, you know, I was a creative guy and I'm not going to do any of this crap. And so I knew I needed to get by because I wanted my parents to be able to watch me get this degree. So that was that. I just sort of did everything it took. Dude, I, did, so I had somebody take my SAT. Really? Yeah. I forged we forged IDs. Wow. I had my I had my parents drop me off at the SAT place cuz I saw So who I was this guy? T- How did you find this guy? I found the guy. He was in my he was really smart, a year older than me, and um, I approached him at a party. I paid 100 bucks. And he took your ID and they didn't they couldn't tell the difference? No, they the guy looked nothing like me, but it didn't like at that point nobody was checking anything. So, you know, it was a foreign concept to them that somebody would be forging IDs. And so forged a student body ID and pretended you don't have a driver's license. And then just um, the kid walked in. I got a 1380. Can I make a comment on this? I think this is what? beautiful. I'm sorry. It's this a is, statue of no, limitations. No, no, no. This is beautiful. I think it's, no, I think it's a great thing. I think it's be- I'll tell you what's beautiful about this. <laughs> Being a comedian... <laughs> You can do anything. Like, they, like, like, I was just thinking, like, you did something that was illegal. There's, like, they can't come. Like, first of all, when you're in it as a kid and you're doing something like that, you think, like, you could get arrested and get, like, some serious time in San Quentin. Like, you're in your mind, you're like, oh, my God, but if they no, caught me. But no, I didn't. I, it, I, it was emotionally, it was, you know, it was definitely weighed heavy on me. Like, I had my parents drop me off. They were all my friends about to take it. I said, excuse me, I'm going to go to the bathroom, walked around, sat in a baseball diamond, then walked back up and just mixed myself back in with everybody as they were leaving. Parents picked me up. But how'd it go? It went great. Um, like, I, think I, I think I got a 13 or something. <laughs> I feel, over re- I feel but no, really but good about but it. Here's I what's feel beautiful. good about this test. I was the worst test this taker is, ever. I could not do that. I knew that. But this is, this is what's beautiful. You see, Al, the business that you and I are in as comedians, like, this is no, like, like Lance Armstrong cheated and the whole world is going nuts. It's like it's over. Advertisers are gone. Da, da, da. You and I cheat. 
it's it's a new it's a great <laughs> bit. <laughs> We're like I could do this on stage. This is awesome. Yeah, I, I do. I mean, while I'm admit admitting it to the podcast audience, I'm not going to really throw this around too much. But it happened. I did it. I mean, people are. I've told a couple of people are like brilliant. Like I have, if I look back and. I really don't regret that much because I wasn't equipped to take it. Like I wasn't going to go to college if I didn't do that. And then I ended up applying myself. I did worse than that. I remember um, I transferred from Cal Poly to University of San Francisco and it was quarter system to semester system. And I went up to USF and there was this big gay guy that was running the transfer stuff. And I shook hands with him and I said, Al Madrigal, I, you know, I'm coming from the quarter system. I need to make sure we get this stuff all figured out. want to work with you. And it, when the way he said, I'm sorry, you're not going to be able to take, you got to retake all these classes. So I went from, I had like, I had already done three years of school. I was going to have another three and a half years. What? I ended up graduating in three semesters. And I'll tell you, I graduated before a lot of my friends. I ended up never taking math in college. I, I just weaved around every single loophole and just, uh, I mean, I knew any. So there was this gay guy that was in my class. I was a business communications major in the business school. And I was an emphasis in you know, personnel. You guys know that I fired people. It was so I was going to go and work at my parents' family business. So I wanted to, everybody I knew was you know going to on the course to graduate. A lot of my friends went to Harvard and you know Ivy League schools. A lot of Cal people, and so I'm just sort of trying to keep up with everybody else. And I'm going to throw a cap and a gown. My parents are going to take a picture. I'm going to walk away. So I was. Um, I overheard this gay guy saying, hey, that transfer guy loves me. He'll do anything for me. Light bulb. I went and bought a pair of white jeans at Buffalo Exchange. I walked in playing. I figured, okay, I'm going to play this part. I walked in, sashayed my ass into the transfer office um, two months later. I said, hi, Mr. Skinner. Hello. I probably shouldn't have said his name. It doesn't matter. And uh, the guy, I ended up. Like he waved everything, didn't touch him, didn't do anything. Obviously, so you went in, you went in gay, and it. I went in. I went in acting gay, and every the like he waved everything. Sounds like a bad sketch show. It, but you did it. That your life has been this sketch show that you, you pretended you you had a. First of all, the you are Ferris Bueller. You got the you got the. Was it an Asian kid that took your SAT? No, 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 genius! I got the I got a very smart guy to take it for me. Anyway, yeah, so I just I I just rigged the system and then you know ended up convincing someone to to let me walk with the rest of my class. I didn't know any of these kids, and then um, graduated and never looked back. I'm too span I'm See, too Spanish credit short of graduating. That's yeah, hilarious. that's ridiculous. I said, uh, I said, I was talking to a priest. I said, Father, I'm Mexican. Do we really think that I need to, to be taking Spanish classes? This is ridiculous. It's like, and then he goes, all right, um, don't make me regret this. And just signed off and let me walk with everybody else. You know what's interesting is this. I believe, I agree with you. I think that the system is a little screwed up. I think this whole system, like the SAT 
corporate America, a lot of this, they, they take advantage of you. These guys are making billions of dollars and, 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 you know, they don't care. Like one day you show up after 30 years of service and there's a box and they're like, see you later. We're downsizing. You're like, what? I thought you guys loved me. They're like, yeah, not really. You're a number. No, Out. I'm convinced you and never so, can make any money working for somebody else. I mean, you can, and you can sort of rise up to be a star in a large corporation. But if you really want to be successful, you'll start your own business. And and then I always had that. I was never gonna. I I don't know. I just, um, you know, starting as, and being a comic is one of the best things that's ever happened to me because I really do and enjoy what I'm doing, and I've never worked harder in my entire life. I'm working my ass off, and so. But here's, but here's, let me say this. I think that, I think what you've just said about all this stuff about cheating here, cheating there, um, again, like you're cheating the system. And I think that there's, I think there's a nobility, there's a Robin Hoodness to sometimes cheating the system. And there's a fine line because you've come through it in a very healthy way. Because there's, we all know there's people, I have relatives that start cheating the system and then they just, they keep going. And then one scam gets more bigger and bigger. And then pretty soon you're like, dude, FBI could investigate what you're doing. And they're like, no, I just need to just get this one, you know, break. And, and you're like, dude, FBI, listen to me. This is no longer the SAT with your parents. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's great. I mean, it's great that you, you know, you had the drive. Sure, I've never done anything you, shady other than, I mean, I, I killed a guy. I killed a guy. But yeah, uh, yeah. other than killing the guy, I, it's fine. I really did kill a guy. Did I tell you that story? You didn't tell me you killed I, a guy. I inadvertently killed a guy when I was in college and <laughs> in Cal Valley at San Luis Obispo. This should be called Con- Al Madrigal Confesses. Um, the I killed a guy in college because I was doing landscaping during a summer, and just to make a couple bucks, I had about three or four houses that I would go over and mow their lawns, pull weeds, plant stuff. I've always been into gardening. And um, so I had this old lady call me, and she goes, can you come over? And I was trying, I was smoking pot and playing RBI baseball and not doing anything. And I said, no, I'll come by tomorrow. Well, her husband, Roger who shouldn't have been an old guy, got up and mowed the lawn because I couldn't come that day and died of a heart attack in front of their house. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's the most passive murder I've ever heard a guy in my life. It's through a, by mowing a lawn or not mowing a lawn, but yeah, I mean, screw it. Right. Well, listen, let's take all a right. break and take a moment of silence. A moment of silence and, and, and remembrance of All right, of that's Roger. all I'll confess. And there's back. really not much more than that. But I would think really quick to answer your question, like I will never – I guess the, the thing is I'm so aware of how you can manipulate the system and I, I don't think I'll allow my son to do that. Or maybe I will help him teach him certain things and ways to – get around little loopholes and find things in ways and creative ways of sort of gaming the system. Maybe I'll help them out like that. Uh, because I think a lot of the structure is uh, bullshit. Yeah, you were saying yeah. it. All right. Uh, parents buy the teacher's uh, handbook Why not Amazon. Uh, we'll Three be bucks. back. We'll be back. Yo, this is Chris Spencer. I know you guys are listening to us. You're laughing and you're, you're telling everybody about us, but we need you to rate it. So when you go on iTunes, rate us. Go down to where it says comments and say, hey, I think you're groovy.
Hey, we're back with the minivan men. I'm Maz Jobrani. Uh, you got Al Madrigal here, uh, and Chris Spencer is busy with his uh, show, uh, The Real Husbands of Hollywood, which is on BET with Kevin Hart and JB Smoove and, and an all star cast. It's on BET TiVo. It. It's been doing very well. Did you Check see last out. week's episode? I didn't see it. I did not see last week's episode. Dude, I, have... I saw the one before that. It was so. It really is legitimately funny, and I'm telling you, I wouldn't be going on and on about it if it wasn't actually funny. Like, I really would not be endorsing it just because he's a member of the show. Like, he this 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 shows hilarious and is going to be around for a while as long as these guys want to continue doing it because. It's good, and then this is going to launch Chris into a whole other area. Maybe he'll never come back. Maybe Who no. knows? Yeah, yeah. we'll get to find another Chris. Yeah, we'll um, be here. And, uh, and, and, and while you guys are listening, make sure to check out allthingscomedy.com for all the other shows that are on this network, and there's some great stuff happening. I think you'll enjoy it. We just it. put on, you know who we put on? Tom Papa. Tom Papa's on? Tom Papa, Neil Brennan, Ian Edwards, all these guys are on now. Tom Papa, one of the nicest people alive. I love Tom Papa. He loves I love and Tom he's Papa. hilarious. Oh. He really likes you. You know what? He told me that when he first came to L.A. and started hanging out at the Laugh Factory that he decided me and you were his favorite guys. How oh. about that? There we go. That's nice. I, I'm happy to hear that. I love Tom Papa. I did his, I did his show uh, in New York, Come to Papa, on XM. If you haven't done it, do it. It's a fun hour of just talking. Yeah, you know what? He asked me to do it, and I should, I should go do that. Do it. So here's the thing. Um, so Dara, Dara was sick. Dara, Dara, Dara. Dara was sick. Poor kid. I took his temperature. At first, look, my first instinct was, come on. But then I could tell. He's like, my tummy, this and that. And my wife was like, come on, you can do it. You can go to school. And uh, I took his temp, and it was, <clears throat> excuse me, around 100. I told my wife, you know what? The kid's a little sick, and he could tell he's under the weather. Let him stay home. Now, one thing that's interesting when he stays home, one thing, I, uh, he, had, he had a great day, like, we he knows so, he can watch shows. He, he knows well, he can watch some TV. He first of all, the TV. I was thinking about when I was a kid, all I had was Leave It to Beaver reruns. It was all Leave It to Beaver reruns. Um, Dukes of Hazard, Dialing for Dollars. Well, Dukes of Hazard wasn't. In, it was at night. I'm talking about during oh, the yeah, day. Yeah. You had you could watch you could watch uh, Leave It to Beaver. Then they would have the Andy Griffith show. You know. Donahue would come on. Donahue would come. It would, and then it was like soaps. I was soap opera. I was like, ah, oh, it's like and soap. And you'd watch them. Yeah, and I watch. I watch a little. And 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 so, it was a weird. It was you didn't you didn't have a lot of choices, and you were just sitting there, and you're like, whatever. I want to get. I kind of want. Like you kind of regretted it halfway through. You're like, ah, oh, man, I should have just gone to school. But, hey, can I say this right now? And I'm not. I don't think. I obviously I think it's a compliment. I think Dara's going to be have a little bit of um, Al Madrigal cheating the system in him. I just am getting a look at the kid. Yeah, I think he seems like somebody who's going to get in a little mischief. I'm sure. I'm sure he's a, he's a handsome little <laughs> boy. He's uh, and he's he's got this. Uh, he's got. I mean, I, I'm pretty strict on him. I know that he that he's that he's afraid of the daddy. I feel like he knows how to play you though. You know what? No, he what that's the thing though. He wasn't playing us today, and that's why I felt bad. And it was interesting because at a certain point he didn't play us. I mean, he literally like because he fell asleep in the middle of the day. He never falls asleep in the middle of the day anymore. He fell asleep in the middle of the day, woke up, he was at 102. His his cheeks were red. So I felt bad doubting him. It's funny, as a dad, at first, like the at first you're like, you liar. And then you and then you're like, Oh, now I'm the jerk, because I was I was accusing him. His kids, he's a kid. 
But then what you do is a serious fever. Yeah. Th- but then what you do is you start going. Oh, I get fever reducer, all that stuff. But then, but then he's like, now you want to make him feel really good. So you're like, hey, you know, my wife's like, does he want ice cream? Hey, hon, hey, son, you want some ice cream? Yeah, I love some ice cream. Great. And right now, he wants a pizza. Eh, pizza's great. You know, can I have a lollipop? Of course you're gonna. You're sick. Of course you have a lollipop. Whatever you want. Like if you weren't sick, I'd be like, Dar, that's too much sugar. You've watched too much TV. This was a day of like, at some point, he knows, I never give him the iPad. At some point, I was like, Dara, would you like the iPad? And I know he was like, what the hell is going on? He's like, this sick stuff's working out for me, man. Yeah. But it's crazy what I just said, and you were talking about Louisa, too. That's why I lock the kids in the shed. I put the kids in the shed, and the then shed. Uh, nobody wants to stay home. Yeah, that's what you got to do. But no, it's amazing how much entertainment they have now. Like, they got the TV, ch- they got networks. We had, we my- had... Right. My daughter is watching Cartoon Network on her iPad because she knows her DirecTV login and logs in with DirecTV, watches Cartoon Network. It's like the Cartoon Network's equivalent of HBO Go. We're big Adventure Time fans in our house, which, by the way, you got to get Dara into because it's one of the coolest, funniest shows I, I've ever seen. And so um she's watching that nonstop. she's quoting lines she's like she's sick right now coincidentally they're both sick same thing fever about a hundred and she's gonna stay home tomorrow most likely and um she'll have a great day she'll watch tv she'll play ipad my wife will shut stuff off make her read a little bit but for the most part she's kicking it see that's the other thing what you just said about your wife turning it off because i had a moment of that as well where I was like, okay, because I'm trying to get work done around the house. And I was like, you know, I got to be a good dad. Let me, like, that's one of the, the reason I pulled out the iPad. I was like, there's got to be educational games for him. So I well, found, you know what? what's that? Give me, talk I'll to me. I'll tell you what, what you they are. What are I'll they? tell you what they are. Yes. Khan Academy. Khan Academy is the best K-A-H-A-N, thing that you'll... K-A-H-A-N. Khan Academy Parents is the best thing on an iPad on the internet. Khan Academy. I'm putting it in my phone right now. Make him do three Khan Academies. Then he can watch another show. Because we, we told our kids, and this is a good advice because it really works, Is and it's true, over two hours of television or screen time, we use that terminology, yeah. more than two hours of screen time rots your brain. Well, is that also like, for example, if they were doing two hours of Khan Academy, is that going to rot their brain on their iPad? Two hours of Khan Academy, sort of. It's positive screen time, but it sort of counts as screen time. Right. Like, but you have to do the Khan Academy to earn the TV. Well, listen, man, there's some crazy... I mean, I discovered this stuff today. Like, there's crazy... Because uh, uh, um, let me just go back again as a kid. I remember my parents, when I was sick, they took care of me. But this whole, you know, screen time, they didn't give a crap. They were like, yeah, you, you let them watch eight hours of TV. Like, I don't care. It's keeping them busy. <laughs> they, don't, they didn't yeah. care. They didn't know any. There was no stats. Especially yeah, my your parents, mom, parents from your Iran. beat you with the wire hanger. Yeah, they don't know. From Iran, they're like, I don't even know what that is. Just let them watch TV and just bring them soup. You know, that was it. Really good soup. Persian soup is called Osh. A-S-H, not Ash. Osh. Delicious. Go to a Persian yes. restaurant. Order it out, Madrigal. All right. But here's the thing. They have these games because I'm sitting there trying to find a game. I didn't know about the Khan Academy. Now I do. I'm about to go home. I'm about to go and, 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 and buy it in a minute. But I was you looking for games. You don't have to. It's free. Oh, nice. Al Madrigal, you're talking my language. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen. Listen. I got all kinds of stuff happening at the house. We're repainting the house. I need, I need to save money. Anyway. Let oh, me t- my I, God. Yeah. I'll tell you about that later. So um, 
went and found these games. This they have a game. This is pretty cool. They have an animation game, and I forget the name of it right now. Um, ah, boy, I forget what it's called. But basically, what does it do? The kid gets to make his own cartoon. It That's was cool. Really cool. So like, what it does is, it's got like you know like the jackpots. How there's like. Uh, the, the three things coming down when you do the jackpot. Yeah, yeah, sure. So it's like a pirate. It's a pirate cartoon. So it's got one like the f- first the 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 left thing is rolling like a jackpot is rolling and it go- and then a voice comes like pick pick the beginning of your cartoon and you and then like you just pick put your finger down it goes the monkey scene and then it goes now pick the middle of your cartoon click the so and so scene the treasure scene now pick the end oh the ghost scene and then you go into the first scene. And it plays a little bit out for you, and then it goes in three seconds. You get to talk and move the characters. It's the coolest thing. Like he's di- he's learning how to direct. Like he gets to move the thing. He didn't quite understand the concept, but he did it. And then at the end, it says enter the title. So for some reason, I don't know why he wanted to call it. Um, he called it. Uh, he called it like uh, not Ted. Ten. He wanted to call it ten. I was like, why do you want to call it 10? He's like, I just want to call it 10. I was like, okay. And he's four and, and this, a half. This, this character is named Bo Derek, and this is a little English guy. <laughs> oh, and I, I have a brilliant idea, Father. <laughs> uh, it's been done. It's all been done. <laughs> it's all been done. So, no, but he, here's what I got impressed with. He's four and a half, and he spelled T-E-N. And I was like, oh, that's cool. He just spelled 10. And then it goes, what's the director's name? And you put in the director, like his own name, Dara Jobrani. And, I was like, and, then, and then you hit enter. And then the whole animation that you put together goes, the, the screen goes back and it and shows plays, like a yeah. curtain at a movie theater and it's the premiere and it says 10 directed by Dara Jobrani. And then it plays it out. And I was like, there's your thing, man. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, this is pretty cool. This is a cool game. I was like, this is going to want pe- make little kids want to like do videos and stuff. Yeah. You know? Or, or stay home from school. But yeah, but and we had Leave It, we had Leave it to Beaver in black and white. I had no. There was no, tr- there was no educational aspect. These kids, what the hell? We just laid in bed. I didn't do anything. That's you know, I really do think with uh, eventually it Khan Academy makes a case for just not saying to, other than social interaction, you really don't. You can get a lot done at home. Um, you would the Khan Academy real quick has this great story, Boz. You're gonna love it. Is this guy was just doing it with his his niece was having a difficult time with one particular subject. And Sounds and Pakistani. Are they Pakistani? I don't know what he is. Okay. But uh, yeah, maybe. So his niece is having a difficult time. This guy is like a rocket scientist, and so he just starts making her simple um, YouTube videos to understand basic subjects maybe it's trigonometry whatever and because he's a math genius he starts really speaking simply and explaining simple subjects to her by drawing them out and using terminology that she can understand well then bill gates gets a hold of him and bill gates was teaching kids math with khan academy when it was just on youtube and bill gates and melinda gates foundation i think they funded this whole thing, and now it's an app, and it's got so many different subjects on there you can't even imagine. And it really is, if I had to pick two apps for my kids, that would be one of them. 
Would Angry Birds it, be the other one? Angry Birds in Space, the Star Wars, yeah, that, <laughs> that, and no, it's it's great. And I play all this stuff, but screen time. I if you get your kid paranoid and freak them out that their brain is going to rot and they're going to be zombies, yeah, then uh, they'll want to take themselves off devices. Well, I got like him. That. My thing, I tell him, I go, it's bad for your eyes, and I go, if if you watch enough, I got to take you to the hospital. They're going to give you a shot in the eyes. Yeah. That's good. A good like lie. Tony Soprano. It's like, yeah, we're gonna shut your eyes. We're gonna put a big needle yeah. right in your eyeball, Dora. You want that, like that? Huh? Daddy? I don't want the shot in my huh? eyes. Keep watching television. They keep watching the television. Yeah. Anyway. So we got two kids home. You know, will he stay home tomorrow? I don't know. I uh, he probably will because it's so fucking fun. Like it's it's a blast. Well, staying he, home yeah, at your he had house. a great time today. He had a great time. In the I want to I want to come over and have you and Preetha take care of me. Stay Ooh. home. Stay home. Yeah. It's fun. And he got it's to, like a day spa. Oh, and he got to. Yeah, he is. Uh, uh, um, uh, Jorge just pulled up the founder of Khan. It's a guy named Sal, and uh, he definitely looks Pakistani. If he's not Pakistani, then he's Indian. But uh, Sal also found time to get three degrees from MIT and an MBA from Harvard. Maybe he's Indian. <laughs> Either way, he's one of those. One of those. But uh, uh, oh, he got to he got to ride in the front seat of a car today. How'd that happen? What bad parent did that? Yeah. So Preetha was cleaning out. This, this is all. This all happens on his day off from school. By the way. Okay. So this. So he definitely is. But although he was a little freaked out about it, it was funny because I thought he'd be mischievous and be like, "Oh, I get to ride in the front," but he was like, "Um, are you guys sure this is okay?" And we're like, "Don't worry. Just get in the front and act. Just look older." <laughs> just Preetha, look older. Preetha was sitting on his what you put on a mustache. No, Preetha was dropping off. She's like cleaning the back and all the toys. So the car was filled, and the back seat, which was where they normally sit, was the uh, high chair where where the kids used to sit to eat. I had to fold it up, stick it, and it was sitting on top of their seats. So the only seat left was the front seat. And Preetha was saying, you know, I, I said, why don't you take them with you? And then I go, oh wait, you can't because. He can't sit in the back seat. And then I go, why don't you just put him in the front seat? Because it was close. It was like side streets going to the, going to the, uh, whatchamacallit, to uh, Goodwill. I go, why don't you just put him in the front seat? We'll put him in the booster. And she's like, yeah, why not? And I was like, yeah. So we brought him, poor kid. He was like freaking out. He's like, um, are you guys sure you know what you're doing? I'm like, don't worry, son. Just get in there. And I put him down. And Preetha said as they were driving, he was freaking out like, mommy, I shouldn't be here. <laughs> like, this is, You're a bad mommy. You're a bad, if we get on a head-on collision, I will launch through that window, mommy. Yeah. But it's funny. I'm telling you, man, for like, I travel, like, from being in Egypt, you see, like, these kids, literally no, no booster seat, no seatbelt. Like, stand, like, they're standing. I saw a kid, probably, like, must have been two years old, standing on her father's lap as he's driving the car, like, smoking a cigarette with one hand and making a call with the other. And they're surviving. Yeah. But the point is, he got to do all this on his sick day. So he's probably thinking, oh, my God, this sick day stuff is pretty cool. And Dara Jabrani never went to school again. Never went to school again. No, they miss their friends. You'll see that they, he'll want to be there. But, um, yeah, I don't know. When it comes to, you know, this whole thing with game in the system, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, the kids, luckily, and I have my wife to balance everything out, are very smart. And I don't want to because... I regret doing this. I'm probably more strict than 
anybody I know what my parents did to sort of force my hand into that situation and create that. It's definitely my parents' fault. What? And so I don't want to be that guy, so I'll just uh, make sure I, I do everything to, you know, have them learn all this stuff properly so they can actually take their SAT themselves and get a 1380. Well, let me comment right? on your commentary, which is I, I, I also don't want my kids to be too square because you, no. you don't want your kid to be the guy who shows up at the nightclub and goes and stands in the back and goes, we'll just wait our turn to get in. No, you want your kid to be the guy who goes, let me go talk to the guy real quickly. I'm going to get us in. Don't worry. You want that. You want, I want that street smartness in my kid. I don't want my kid to be too by the book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I hear you. All right, Al Madrigal. It's been fun. Hey, uh, sports-wise, uh, my San Francisco, what should be your San Francisco 49ers, and for some reason you're a Cowboy fan. I'm going to root for them. I'm rooting for them. You're rooting for them? Okay, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, Niners. We, me and Mons are exactly the same age. You grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area, and uh, but then some bad you know, relative gave him a Cowboy jersey along the way. But um, I just come to America. They were America's team, man. It was between okay. them and the Steelers. I had to go yeah. with them. So I'm rooting for them. I'm with you. And, Great time uh, in, uh, in Bay Area sports. We got Warriors doing well. We've got um, Giants the won. Giants, yeah, Giants won the, the World Series, and now we've got the Niners in the Super Bowl. This is exciting. Cal women's basketball team having a great season. <laughs> they're hot. They, I think they're ranked. Um, right. By the way, the, my Showtime special aired, and it looked great. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm not. Uh, I'm usually. I'm usually pretty self-critical if it didn't look great. It looked great. It aired, and so I want people to see it again. They're airing it through the month of this month, and it's on demand. And uh, we went to Sweden. I, sh- I paid for it to shoot it. I thought it was too dark. They did a color correction, and I was like, this looks like a special. So I was pleasantly surprised. Wow. Awesome. Yeah, all in post, baby. It's amazing. Right. In post, they actually put Richard Pryor doing... <laughs> Red tuxedo. <laughs> it's Black him dresser. doing me. All right, guys. That's been the show. Al Madrigal, uh, killer of a man. Uh, <laughs> Roger. Me, killer Ma- of Roger. Killer of Roger. Me, Maz Jabrani, um, and uh, Chris, uh, Chris Spencer. Big time. Somewhere out in the universe. We'll find him soon. Thank you for listening. All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites. There's thechrisspencer.com, mazjobrani.com, and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks. Minivan men. <laughs>